Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Scores, our weekly sports podcast, part of Suplex's Scores and Save Points SSS Pod. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, the one, the only, it's Nathan. Oh, Tyson Fury. I feel like I feel like he was just only popular for a little bit, and now he's gone. Uh, we've got a yeah, we've got a fantastic show, I think, lined up for you. We're going to be talking the insane NBA playoffs because those these all these games are crazy. We're going to be talking USFL Week Two. Uh, we're also going to be talking MLS, um, the Tyson Fury fight, some M- MMA, some NFL news, uh, hockey, uh, baseball, some NCAA news. We got a lot going on uh, on this show, so this is going to be a fun one. What do you want to start with the Tysons? You can you kick it off? Do you want to just start with the Tyson Fury fight and the aftermath of that? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so Tyson Fury defended his whatever, all of his titles, one of his titles. Who knows? Um, uh, he had the WBC title and the lineal title, which is the title that does not have a belt. He, uh, it's the, it's the, the man who beat the man is what it is. So basically. Basically, from the very first champion back in 18-whatever, it's the belt that's it's the title that's carried on since then. But there is no, no, no belt for it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, he, defeat, he, he defended this out against Dylan White, who has been the number one contender for 1,600 days. Um, because you know, Fury just never fought. <laughs> so um this he got his side of the fight. Um, um this went into round six. Um uh Fury hit him with an upper it was a jab and then an uppercut just knocking white down. Uh White fought back up. Uh he, he beat the 10 count, but then uh when asked to you know, walk forward to prove he was ready. He fell backwards into the ropes and the referee ended the contest. Yeah, I didn't really like what Fury did here. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of boxing, so maybe it's commonplace. I don't know. But whenever he hit the uppercut and uh, he was, you know, he was out. He was groggy. Uh, But he kind of pushed him to knock him down. He He didn't go down from the uppercut. He got pushed down. Which I thought was kind of, kind of lame. I don't think you should. I think you. I don't think you should uh, be able to just push a guy down in boxing. That's kind of stupid. But uh, I mean, he was out anyway, though, so it didn't really matter. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, he he's he also had the 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 fight magazine title, which is that ribbon title where they just named their champion. So he basically had three, three of the five titles, and uh, yeah, he lost. Or he kept him. Uh, that white Dylan White. You say he's been that number one contender for a long time, but he also has not fought in a long time. So both of these guys were kind of. Yeah. I'm gonna say they're kind of, uh, kind of rusty. Uh, it wasn't a very fast pace. It was a very slow paced fight. Um, they weren't looking that great to me, but I'm not a boxing guy. But, but out of the last three title fight or uh, Tyson Fury fights I've seen. This was probably the worst one. Um, 
But yeah, Ryan, tell us what happened after. So afterwards, he cut a couple. He basically indicated he was done fighting, um, saying he's he's done it for twenty years, and he said, you know, uh, I've had my brains knocked out. That was an exact quote. Um, <laughs> uh, but he basically hinted that he was going to retire, and then he called in, um, Nagano, the heavyweight champion of uh, the UFC. Um, they kind of went back and forth talking shit. Um. And uh, basically, Nagano and, and Tyson Fury both hinted that they're going to be doing a hybrid fight. Um, Whatever that means. So Nagano kind of said that it would be in a ring, uh, but they'd be wearing MMA gloves. Um, I, I don't know if it would be. I would assume it would just be a straight boxing match. Um, I would think so. And I don't know if it's actually going to happen. They were kind of just bullshitting back and forth, basically talking about who we're going to find out who the real baddest man baddest motherfucker is or exact quote um i don't know it would be cool to see i guess but dana white has a history of not allowing his fighters to do this he did it with um mcgregor Um, uh, yeah but the thing is nagano that he already had his last fight on his contract so now well technically i guess he can do what he wants then yeah he can do what he wants but uh also not only didn't did tyson fury uh, call out Nagano and do all that. Ryan, he also called out somebody else. Yeah, he called out uh, WWE's Drew McIntyre. Um, <laughs> kind of said that he was uh, gonna said that uh, he wants to wrestle him at SummerSlam. Hmm. Um. So he said we've been in contact. But I, he's been in contact with the boys. Um, him and his boys have been in contact with WWE, and he said that uh. He said he wants to do something at SummerSlam. So I don't know. That means he'll be, I, who knows? It, obviously, he's done anything, he, everything he can do in boxing. I mean, he's only got one draw. He's 32 and 0 and 1. I mean, what more can you ask of him? I mean, he's dominated everybody's fought almost, um, knocked out 23 people. I mean, I would assume he's probably just going to retire as heavyweight champion of everything. And. <laughs> What so what happens when they retire? Do the belts do they make new champions or what? Because boxing they, is weird. They're unlike no. UFC. Like they don't. Well, they they go vacant. Vacant. They'll they'll crown a they'll crown a new champion. They'll have two new two people go for it. Um, like I said, there's already there's also the IBF title and the WBO title. I, um, I can't. I mean, so I don't understand boxing at all. Yeah, so there's there's five titles. So I mean, there's still other heavyweight champions. They'll probably have some of the one of them go after these other two titles, uh, or three titles. Um, all right, but yeah, so yeah, that's crazy. Um, he said SummerSlam. I honestly, I mean, we're gonna get into pro wrestling just for a second, just because he mentioned it. You know, Dodo, he's got that UK show coming up. Yeah, that's why it threw me off that he said SummerSlam because the next show after SummerSlam is a big UK stadium show. Yeah. But that being said, I would think that'd be a good fight for that. But also, a lot of people have been rumoring that Drew McIntyre was going to fight Roman Reigns at that show. Makes sense. So maybe this would happen at SummerSlam. I don't know. Interesting stuff. Uh, um, let's go to UFC real quick, Ron. We had a fight yeah. night. 
no, we're talking. We're talking fight. So we'll we'll move over. We had two US, We had two uh, MMA fight uh, shows. We had Bellator two seventy nine and UFC Fight Night. Uh, we'll start with the Fight Night. Uh, the main card was headlined by Amanda Wemos and Jessica Andrade um, in a women's strawweight fight. This was over very quickly. Uh, Andrade walked in an arm triangle and won this thing uh, in the first round. Ooh. Uh, so so Wemos did not have much of a chance. Um, the co-main was Clay Guida, the veteran, the old guy, uh, <laughs> taking on Claudio Puelos, Puelos um, in a lightweight fight. This also ended in the first round by submission with Claudio getting the win by a knee bar. A so knee a bar, of, wow. A lot of early. Uh, uh, also, we had a unanimous decision. We had our fight go the distance here. The only one on the main card to go the distance, by the way. Uh, Macy Barber and Montana De La Rosa in a women's flyweight. Uh, this went to a unanimous decision for Macy Barber, who is 10 and 2. Damn. Uh, Lando Venata lost to Charles Jordan in the first round via submission, via guillotine choke. A lot of submissions on this show. Yeah. And the other co- the other main in the catch weight fight, which means someone didn't make weight, um, Jordan Wright. Lost to Mark Andre Barilut by submission via guillotine choke. Wow. <laughs> Submission heavy. Yeah, all have submissions. Uh, and then if you look at the prelims, we had a lot of knockouts. So a lot of uh, a lot of differing. Uh, we had one disqualification as well. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, how about Bellator? How did they fare? They have some title fights on this show. Uh, we had the main card. Uh, we had Cyborg defending her title. Uh, it doesn't give me the, uh, you know, what title it was. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. We've featherweight. It was a featherweight title. Uh, Chris Cyborg defended against Arlene Blencow. And our, uh, obviously, Cyborg gets the win. And now she is officially a free agent. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, we kind of we discussed this before the show. She's, she's already been to UFC. She's already been there and done that. So where else does she go? She go back to UFC, I guess? Uh, she is the only fighter ever to win championships and UFC, Bellator, Strikeforce, and Invicta. Yeah, she's kind of, she's dominant. Uh, so she basically said, um, they asked her, you know, pre-post-fight, uh, John McCarty was going to ask her, and she basically cut him off saying, I'm just looking for the biggest fight. I don't care if it's going to be Kat Zagano, Amanda Nunez, or Kayla Harrison. I just want the big fights for my fans. So clearly she doesn't care. She just wants to fight the best. Um, yeah, Kay- I, uh, so. Kayla Harrison, she's so green that I'm pretty sure she'd destroy her. Um, cause she's the one that's the two time champion in the PFL. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I'm pretty sure she would get dominated by cyborg. Um, Amanda Nunez would be interesting, except, you know, Amanda Nunez already just got beat. Yeah. So. Nunez is the only woman to beat her since her debut pro right. debut. So be a rematch for cyborg. Um, you know, since Nunez is the only person to knock her out and beat her, um, who do I? It's crazy. I, you never know. I mean, she could go back to UFC, I guess, but I mean, she could just resign with Cyborg with Bellator too at this point. I mean, she's, I mean, 
She definitely c- controls all the cards, though. Yeah, she can do what she wants at this point. So maybe she'll go to the PFL. Maybe. Maybe fight Kayla Harrison. That could happen. Pretty sure she'd dominate that'd be, her. But that'd that be the happen. only place where she hasn't gone. Yeah, might as well go win a, win, win your fifth championship. Do or it. does she go to UFC or does she go to AEW or WWE? I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jake Hager I mean, fights, does just, you know, AEW inside and Bellator. She could stay with Bellator and go to AEW. She could, or uh, another option would be uh, there's also that other fighting league, uh, the one championship. She's never been there. I don't know if they have women there or not, but. Or maybe she'll go to bare knuckle. Or boxing. <laughs> never know. I mean, she could do, there's a lot of options for her. Um, you can bet on this, Nathan, um, of where she ends up. Uh, the favorite <laughs> is her re-signing with Bellator. Yeah. But her going to wrestling is, the uh, you know, the highest odds. of. Really? Uh, no, UFC is the highest odds. 10,000. What's 10,000? Uh, other than that, on the Bellator card, I don't know anybody else on the show. Um, and it doesn't give me, like, the, the what, what weight class any of these are so um but rafian that stats defeated juan archuleta by knockout uh, in the third round um justine kish defeated alima way mcfarlane uh by unanimous decision patchy mix uh defeated kyoji horiguchi by unanimous decision and Yancy medreos defeated emmanuel sanchez by unanimous decision four of the five fights went to unanimous went to a decision Wow. Including the cyborg fight. So she didn't knock her out, but she did go to unanimous decision. Um, so That's crazy. We got a lot of decisions on that card. So if you like the decisions, is Bellator pay per view? Or is it? No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't they used to be know, on like I, Spike? It was. Or whatever. It was on Paramount. Yeah. Pe- 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 Paramount. Did they go pay per view now? Oh, Showtime. Okay. I feel I like it did. I think they're on Showtime. Mm. I think they moved to Showtime now. I think all their shows are on there now. All right, Ryan. Let's get out of the fighting world and go into yeah. the driving world. Let's go to you uh, to NASCAR. We had Talladega, Ryan. It's been one of the big ones. Yeah, we had Talladega. Uh, all three uh, series were there. This oh no, the truck series wasn't. Never mind. Why do they? I I don't get it. They used to do all three all the time, and now it's like every week there's only it's either just the Xfinity or just the camping the truck series. I feel uh, like the truck series. They only do it ten. Like seems well, like they only do like seven they, races. And I feel like they decided that the truck series needs to race at like smaller venues to try to add. You know, I don't think they were getting the seats filled up for the truck series. So, yeah, they did that. They, yeah, they do Darlington. Um, Knoxville, Nashville, Mid Ohio, yeah, they do uh by the small tracks, and they only do uh, they don't do very many races at all. Hell, they don't race again until May six. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll start with the Xfinity series. Um, we had the uh, Talladega. It was Noah Gridskin, Gregson. Uh, getting the win. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt was on the pole. 
not sure who that is, um, how he's related. He is related. Uh, is he like uh, the nephew of? He's a grandson of Dale Earnhardt. I know that. Okay. Um, but yeah, Noah Grigson gets the win. Jeffrey Earnhardt finishes second. AJ Allmendinger third. Ryan Sieg fourth, and Landon Castle fifth. Um, so that puts Noah Gritskin in the second in the standings as Ty Gibbs still with those three wins, first place in the Xfinity Series standings. Uh, to right. the main, the big boys, the NASCAR Cup Series. Pole winner for this race was obviously Christopher Bell. Uh, pretty good race here. Um with we had very special we had Dale Earnhardt Jr. on commentary on Fox, even though he's an NBC guy. Yeah. Weird. Um and Austin Dillon almost gets the win here. That would have been something special. Um, yeah, it was very, very close. He uh yeah, it would have been cool to have Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the call with uh Austin Dillon driving the number three, getting that win at Talladega. Uh but it was no avail. Ross Chastain took over late in this race uh, in the third uh, whatever. And uh, Ross Chastain ended up holding off Austin Dillon at the line to win. And uh, that's his second win of the year. So um, he's the second race. Uh, see, like the second repeat person. I think so. Um, Jeff, our other co-host, uh, said that he was he's not very impressed with Ross Chastain's two wins as he said one of them was due to oh what did he say oh I, I'll find it hold on it was in the group chat give me a second wrecking two guys in his last race and then this one he said is a track that requires no skill <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is Talladega I mean <laughs> um yeah, Ross Chastain becomes the second person to win two races. The first one was William Byron, who won two races. Um, so the standings for NASCAR for the Cup Series, William Byron is first. Ross Chastain is second, followed by Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick, and Denny Hamlin are all the winners. And then the non-winners, we got Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., Eric Almarola. Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon moves into the top 16, and Christopher yeah. Bell rounding out the top 16. All right. We got a new generation here, Ryan. Yes. Yes, we do. It's going to take some getting used to, but we got a new – it's definitely a new generation because – Look at those names that are in the top. I mean, the only – like Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and Kevin Harvick, right? The only ones that are – and Martin Truex Jr. Like, Denny there's a Hamlin. lot – there's a lot of people on there that these new these young the young drivers, man. They're they're coming up. Um next week we head to uh Dover. Dover International Speedway. That's all right. Track, right. Kind of a short track. It's kind of like a mid mid track. It's like what I call the boring track. Yes, it's not a, it's not a short track. It's not a it's not a speedway. It's kind of just like a, you know, in between kind of weird track. Um, yeah, that should be a good race. Look forward to it. All right. So now that the wheels are done, uh, let's move on to 
Uh, let's talk NBA playoffs, Ryan. The NBA playoffs are underway. Are they ever? Uh, we've got some crazy games. We're going to go through this because, you know, we'll go day by day and uh, talk about all the games. Uh, so we last talked about uh, this. It just started uh, last week. So a lot of these series is were tied up early on, two to one, one and one. Um, but uh, we've had some crazy shit happen. So Monday, we, we, we did not discuss these games because we were recording the podcast. Uh, last Monday, the 76ers beat the Raptors to take a 2-0 lead in that series. The Mavericks beat the Jazz to tie up that series 1-1. And the Warriors beat the Nuggets to take a 2-0 lead. Last Tuesday, the Heat beat the Hawks to take a 2-0 lead. Grizzlies beat the Timberwolves to tie that series up 1-1. And the Pelicans, the eighth seed, beat the Suns by 9 to take a 1-1 tie in that series. Wow. Uh, Wednesday, the Celtics blew out the Nets to take a 2-0 lead. 76ers beat the Raptors in overtime to take a 3-0 lead. And Bulls beat the Bucks to take a tie in that series. Uh, last Thursday, Grizzlies beat the Timberwolves to take a 2-1 lead. Mavericks over the Jazz to take a 2-1 lead. And the Warriors over the Nuggets to take a 3-0 lead. Friday, Hawks beat the Heat by one point to take a to down take one game there down two to one in that series bucks beat the bulls by 20 wasn't even close actually that's <laughs> 30 there is 30 uh 111 to 81 <laughs> the bucks beat the bulls man two to one in that one and the suns beat the pelicans 114 to 111 to take a 2-1 lead saturday was some crazy games raptors beat the 76ers 110 to 102 uh, to Staving avoid off the, elimination, avoiding, off elimination. avoiding the sweep. Uh, so they take game four at home. So they will not get beat at home. At least they might get beat next game. But hey, uh, you know, they avoided, avoided a sweep. Jazz ended up beating the Mavericks by one point on a go bear winning alley-oop, which is crazy. Uh, this was Lucha Goncic's first game back after the ankle injury. He had 30 points and 10 rebounds. So, did not look like he missed the beat, um, but could not pull out the win. Jazz tie that series up two to two. Celtics beat the Nets 109 to 103. They are up 3 0 over the Nets. Nets facing elimination. Um, and Ben Simmons has said, Yeah, I ain't playing. What a day. Wow. What a, what a, he's, he was basically, and he went out and he was shooting and everyone was like expecting him to come back. He even said it himself. Like everyone was like, oh, he's going to play game four. And then they get beat. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, my back hurts. So I'm not going to play. That's horrible. Um, And then the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are the underdog in this series. I think they're like the five seed, six seed, but they beat the Grizzlies by one point. A lot of really close games on Saturday. Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies. That series is tied two to two. Um, a lot of people didn't give the Timberwolves much of a chance to beat the Grizzlies, but they are hanging in there and, uh, yeah, doing it. Um, Sunday, and eh, we didn't have some very good games here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bucks beat the Bulls 119.95, so they are 3-1. Um, Bulls not sending much of a chance. Uh, I did pick them to win the East, too, by the way. <laughs> Nuggets beat the Warriors to stave off that elimination. It is 3-1. They beat 126 to 121. Nikola Jokic put up 37 points. Um, Steph Curry put up 33 points. It was a shootout. 
<laughs> uh, Nuggets end up no, they they you know they win game four, so they are not no sweeps, uh, no sweep in the first round this year. So that's all you can ask for. Heat go to Atlanta and beat the Hawks one ten to eighty six behind Jimmy Butler's thirty six points and ten rebounds. They are now up three to one. That series is looking like it's almost over as well. And in a shocking, shocking move here, the eight seed Pelicans go at home. I mean, it's at home, but uh, they're hosting the one seed Suns. They held Chris Paul to four points. And they win this one, 118 to 103. The eighth seed, uh, Devin Booker did not play, which hurt the Suns a lot. Um, but they needed to. They they had to rely on Chris Paul, and he only had four points, and two of those were from the free throw line. Wow! Um, so yeah, they, they he did nothing. Aiton did nothing as well. He had twenty three points, but well, that's that something. All. Yeah, that's all. Uh, no one else really did much for this team. Um, the the Pelicans were headed by Brandon Ingram, who put up thirty points, and Jonas Valanciunas, who put up twenty six points. Um, almost all of their starters were in double figures except for Hayes, who only put up two points. But he only played 13 minutes. So, But, yeah, crazy game there. I, I, no one expected the Pelicans to hang with the Suns. Um, the yeah. Suns were, like, the favorite. I mean, we both picked them to win the West. So um, they've been dominant all year. Um, so currently, right now on TNT, it's Celtics-Nets. Uh, Celtics, remember, Celtics can win. They win that game. They will sweep the Nets. The Nets are hoping for to avoid it. So I just said there were no sweeps. I forgot about this game. Uh, yeah, that'd are, be pretty awesome. If I, I'm not gonna lie, that'd be pretty great because that's the you know they got they got KD and you Kyrie. Know, Kyrie, that'd be great. Just yeah, sweep sweep their ass. Come on, Celtics. Um, also tonight, Raptors 76ers game five. Uh, 76ers win. They will put the Raptors away. And Game 5 of Jazz Mavericks, that series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Looking like that might be a Game 7 uh, series there. So some good games tonight if you're into the NBA. I've been watching a lot more NBA because it's the playoffs, and playoffs are a little bit more exciting than the regular season. So there you go. Crazy new playoffs, though. Looks like this could be yeah. a really good uh, playoffs this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of the NBA... Uh, Ryan, have you watched Winning Time? I have not yet. Oh my God, you gotta watch it. I heard that um, Jerry West was not happy with his portrayal, though. I mean, I like it because he's fucking hilarious and he's a badass. I mean, he's just he just fucking every every other word is the f word out of his mouth. It's great. Um, but yeah, I I like this show a lot, and they say it's pretty accurate, is what everybody's been saying. So. Uh, but yeah, I've watched all seven episodes that have been out so far. It is awesome. Larry Bird on there is hilarious. They make him out to be more of a redneck than he actually is. I think <laughs> it's great. Definitely, definitely a, a watch, a good watch. Uh, don't watch it with kids. There's some boobage. So uh, he's actually might uh, just to, just to follow up on this. Uh, Jerry West might sue. Uh, the series he says that he's demanding a retraction and an apology for what he called a baseless and malicious assault on his character um 
His lawyers allege that Winning Time falsely and cruelly portrays Mr. West as an out-of-control, intoxicated rageaholic, <laughs> uh, saying that bears no resemblance to the real man. So there you go. Uh, he's saying well, that's not true. <laughs> in other words, we might not get a season two of this show. <laughs> <laughs> they better be happy with the one and done with this one. Uh, but yeah, it's a good show. I like it. Yeah, a lot of his former players are defending him too. Uh, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson are defending Jerry West, saying that that wasn't what it was like. So, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I hope you enjoy the season while it's on because I don't know if you're going to get a second one. Yeah. Who plays Larry Bird in that series? I don't know, but he kind of looks like him a little bit. And it's pretty funny. All right. All right, let's move on to uh, hockey, Ryan. We got the NHL playoffs getting ready to start. We're going to do a little preview here. Yeah, we're on the final week of the season, but um, I'm going to be honest. A lot of these playoff races are pretty locked uh, in here. Um, I mean, there, there's not much. The only thing is for wild cards at this point, and actually there was only one wild card spot up for grabs. So, <laughs> um, so. In the East, it is Florida, Toronto, Tampa Bay out of the Atlantic, uh, Carolina, New York, and Pittsburgh out of the metro- Metropolitan, and Boston and Washington have grabbed both wild cards. So, East is done. Nothing to change there. Some seedings might change, um, but that'll be it there. Out West, it is Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis out of the Central, Calgary and Edmonton out of the Pacific. And uh, Nashville and Dallas currently hold the wild card spots um, with Vegas and Vancouver both battling for position. Um, So technically, that's your wild card. Los Angeles is not locked in yet. Um, Vegas and Vancouver can both take that, but Vegas is six points back from Los Angeles. And with one week left, that's a huge, huge hill to climb for Vegas to make it in. Um, so Vegas may not make the playoffs this year. Yeah, it'd be their first time not making it since they became um, a team. Their best chance, they're three points behind Dallas, who currently holds the second wild card spot. But like I said, there's only one week left, and I don't know if th- you can make up a three-point difference. Um, it's going to be rough for them to, to get in. So that's what we're looking at this for this week. Um, is the final spot in the Pacific and the two wild card spots in the West. Uh, East is all locked in. They might change some positions, but even that doesn't look possible. So it looks like we're locked in in the East. <laughs> so look like we're just looking at the West here. Uh, in who's, the final your, who's, your, who's your favorites, Ryan, for the West and the East? Who's, who's going to be in the finals? I am going to say, and not just because they're my favorite team, but they are on a five-game winning streak. Um, ever since they brought in that new goalie, they have been pretty good since they made that trade at the trade deadline. Even though Colorado has been dominant this year and they're like the best team, they're on a losing streak. And you don't want to go on a losing streak before the playoffs. I'm going to go Minnesota comes out of the West. And out of the East, I'm just going to say Florida. They've been the best team all year, points-wise, um, record-wise as well. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be Florida and Minnesota. 
I agree with you with the Florida one. I really hope so anyway, because Tampa Bay, if they win, they'll be the first team to three-peat in a champ uh, three-peat uh, in any sport in, uh, since the since the Patriots. Yeah. And we don't want that to happen, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So, uh, Florida, yeah, I agree with that one. On the West. It's a toss-up out there. I mean, Colorado's been dominant, but they've, they're on a little bit of a slide here at the end of the season. I don't know if that's just because they're taking time off because they pretty much got the win seed locked. So, now you said Calgary is going to make it, right? Calgary is locked in, yes. I'm going to go Calgary on the West. They did finish 49 wins right now. Um, that's for third best in this conference. So first yeah, in the Pacific. I'm going, I'm going Cal. I'm going Calgary. Yeah, I, the West is crazy. Like I said, Vegas on the verge of getting eliminated. Um, who knows, man? I it's nuts. Um, so if it if they stay the way they are now, um, it'll be Florida versus Boston. Um, Toronto versus Tampa Bay, I think. Let me see. Let me do a little math here. Uh, I I don't know how they do their standings. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how how it works. Honestly, I don't so. know how they pick who who does what. Is it based on points? Yeah, I would think so. So it'd be Florida, Washington. Uh, Toronto, Boston, Carol. Well, Carolina's got more points. So probably Carolina, Boston, Toronto. would play Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay and New York would probably play. I think is how it would work. I don't know though. Hockey's weird when they do their their playoffs aren't like other playoffs. You can't really judge until the season's over. Um. Oh, here it is. Current matchups. If the season ended today, it'd be Florida, Washington, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Boston, and New York, Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Now, out west, it'd be Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, St. Louis, Calgary, Nashville, and Edmonton, Los Angeles. That is what would be if it ended today. Like I said, though, some of those might. I just don't see New York. I don't see Los Angeles losing the third. Third, they're up, you know, six points on Vegas. So I see Los Angeles keeping that third seed in the Pacific. It, Vegas could take the final wild card spot or the first. They're only four games back from Nashville, three games from Dallas. Uh, Vancouver's still in it, but they're they got a lot of ground to cover. I don't see it happening in one week. Well, they only got like three games. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of games left, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting into the season, though. It would be interesting to see Vegas not make it. I mean, that'd be, that'd be their first time since being in the league that they haven't made it, so Interesting. Yep. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to the Major League Soccer, Ryan. Yeah, it was hit the table. <laughs> oh, uh, the table for soccer. Um, Major League. There it is. So, in first place in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia uh, has 17 points leading the way. Second is the New York Red Bulls, 
Orlando City is third. Atlanta is fourth. Toronto fifth. Montreal sixth. New York City is seventh. Charlotte eighth. Miami ninth. Chicago tenth. D.C. United eleventh. Columbus twelfth. New England thirteenth. And Cincinnati fourteenth. What happened to Columbus, Nathan? Yeah, they they they've kind of went on a losing streak here. Um, damn, your teams are just not having a good year. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough rough year uh, for your teams. <laughs> I don't think any of your teams are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> At least the ones from Ohio. Well, neither Indiana team did good either. Well, good point. I don't think any of your teams are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, in the Western Conference, Los Angeles Football Club in first place, Austin in second place. It's good to see the new team doing really well. LA Galaxy is third, Dallas fourth, Minnesota fifth, Salt Lake sixth, Houston seventh, Nashville eighth, Portland ninth, Colorado tenth, Seattle eleventh, uh, Kansas City twelfth, San Jose thirteenth, and Vancouver fourteenth. Vancouver usually really good, and they are just only got four points. They are one win on the air. <laughs> That's wow. insane. That is insane. So, yeah, one through seven in the Major League Soccer qualifies for the tournament. Uh, one will get a semifinal, and then two through seven uh, play in the first round. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's like an even odd number of teams, but. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, yeah. All right, let's go into uh, that's pretty cool. I, I I like that Austin's getting a getting a good. Uh, yeah, it's only their second year, and they're already in second place. I mean, that's on the opposite end. Cincinnati's doing the exact opposite in their second year, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They... <laughs> uh, let's go. To, let's go to golf before we end it in baseball, Ryan. Well, we got to talk USFL too. Oh, yeah, in football. um, Zurich Classic of New Orleans happened this weekend um, in Avondale, Louisiana. Total purse of $8,300,000 on the line. Um, This was like a doubles tournament. So. Interesting. A weird, unlike other ones, but Cantley and Shaffler. 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 (laughs) <laughs> the guy who won or no it's not the same guy it's that's chef for i thought it was the guy who won the masters but it's not it's a completely different guy uh but they win um the tournament so there you go that's some great analysis there uh they they were they apparently won they were ahead the entire tournament <laughs> so not yeah. not a very exciting tournament <laughs> It's a doubles tournaments are weird. I just like, you know, I just don't know if I'd like a doubles tournament. That'd be different to watch. I, I don't think any of the big heavy hitters play in the doubles tournament. Uh, Bubba Watson was here. Um, knock knock a. Uh, knock a knock a Zawa. Norikawa or whatever his name is. Morikawa was here and played. Other than that, yeah, it doesn't look like a lot of the big name guys. Justin Day, I think. Jason Day, Justin Day, whatever his name is. 
Uh, but not a, lot of, not a lot of the big names. So. Uh, next tournament will be the Bolero Texas Open. All right. That already happened. Uh, let's jump over to baseball, Ryan. Yay, my favorite. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just do the standings? How do you want to do this? Yeah, I mean, you could do the series, but I don't remember where you left off. So I, I, I'll say I, this. Is- yeah, I don't remember either. Do the standings. Uh, we're kind of farther into the startup season now. We can kind of get a good standing of where teams are, and some teams are terrible, and some teams are okay. No <laughs> real dominant teams this year um, as far as wins and losses. You know, usually early on, there's some teams that are really good. And this year, you know, there's a couple teams that are decent records, but not dominating. Um, the American League East, we have a tie in the first place as Toronto and New York both are 10-6. Tampa Bay is nine and seven, Boston seven and nine, and Baltimore six and ten. In the central, the twins leading the way at eight and eight. Woo! Wow. <laughs> what a shitty division. <laughs> uh the Cleveland Guardians, that seems weird to still say. Are second at seven and eight. Chicago and Detroit are both six and nine, and Kansas City is five and nine. That is a terrible division. Holy crap. Man, that's that's not right. Uh out west, Seattle. And they haven't been good in a while. Uh Seattle's first place at 10 and 6. The Angels are 9 and 7. The Athletics are 9 and 8. Houston, 7 and 8. Yeah. Houston, and Texas five and ten. In the National League East, the New York Mets leading the way at twelve and five. That's a pretty good record. Miami is second at seven and eight. Atlanta seven and ten. Philadelphia six and ten, and Washington six and twelve. Not much competition there in the East right now. Uh, the Central, mm, boy, <laughs> St. Louis leading the way at nine and five. Milwaukee is 10 and 6, Pittsburgh 8 and 8, Chicago 7 and 9, and Cincinnati is 3 and 13. <sighs> poor, poor Cincinnati. <laughs> not, not faring too well. No, um, it, um, it, they did pick up a win in their last game, snapping their 11 game losing streak, though. Hey, there you go. That's hey, yeah. We'll get the positive. They, you know, they won one. Maybe this will turn into a winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> and out west, we've got Los Angeles eleven and four, San Francisco eleven and five, Colorado ten and five, San Diego ten and seven, and Arizona six and ten. What a division that is! My, four of the five teams have a winning record. That is complete opposite of the Central, the AL Central. <laughs> Man, the NL West is is tough. When did the Colorado get good? I don't know. Since you start rooting for them, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um. And real quick, we'll we'll talk some football in this thing. Um. For the first time, NFL has announced they'll have three games on Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas Day falling on a Sunday this year, which means there'll be two afternoon games and a prime time contest. On Christmas Day, for the first time, that means there'll be a game on uh, CBS, NFL, and or uh, CBS, Fox, and NBC. Well, there you go. 
free games on Christmas. Um, and uh, John uh, Debo Samuel has requested a trade from the uh, San Francisco 49ers. He basically did everything for them. He was a receiver, a running back. I think he threw a couple passes. He probably played defense. Probably coached the team, too. Um, <laughs> he asked for a trade, but uh, John Lynch, who was a GM, has said, I don't can't ever imagine it, imagine wanting to move on from Dan Debo Samuel. Um, so he, apparently, according to him, he's not going to trade him. So interesting. And apparently, he is refusing to talk to the Niners on a contract extension. Um, this is his final year of his rookie deal. So Interesting. So they, San Francisco may not be wanting to move on, but he is wanting to move on from them. <laughs> yeah. He did. Apparently, he didn't like being, you know, everything. He wants to just be a receiver, and they used him as everything. So, um, he, he apparently he didn't like that, and he wants to move on to a team that only use him as a receiver. <laughs> so, <laughs> they need a receiver. I don't still don't know why no they haven't picked up uh you know there must be something wrong with Landry. That's crazy, right? Like I don't know how no one's picked him up. And we'll get to actual games. Hey Nathan, the USFL has some scoring this week in a couple games. Maybe they're picking it up. Still no fans, but we had some scoring. And we had our first three point play. Or three point extra point. Um the first game, well, I'm just going to go in order that they have it. Uh, first game, New Jersey Generals beat the Michigan Panthers 10-6. to No scoring in that one. No. Uh, Philadelphia Stars beat the Pittsburgh Maulers 30-23. to There's some scoring. And uh, Birmingham Stallions beat the Houston Gamblers 33-28. to And New Orleans Breakers, who was looking like the best team in the USFL, destroyed the Tampa Bay Bandits 34-3. to Holy crap. Yeah, they routed them. Uh, Breakers are looking like the best team in uh, the USFL. So, yeah, it, it wasn't even close. Um, there you go. That's your highlight. You're, you know, we had their first three-point play, three-point conversion. Cool. What do you do for a three-point conversion? You have to go from the... What was it, 20 some yards line or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was like you have to go from like the 20 yard line or something for a three point play. Interesting. So, hey, you know, we had some scoring. Had some, it, it, they, I still can't get fans in there. There was about 20 people total, I think, through all four games this week. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, that's the problem. They're having every game in the same place. People are going to get bored. And so people are like, ah, we could go, but we watched it. So what's, why do we need to keep going? You know, it, I knew that would be a problem as soon as they announced every game was going to be held at the same arena in the same city. I was just like, there's this not going to work. Very strange way to do it, honestly. I mean, I know they did it for like, you know, COVID reasons or whatever to make it easier, but like, Tickets are very cheap, by the way. Uh, Ten dollars. Wow! Or if you want the premiums, like sideline, like fifty-yard line tickets, it's twenty-five dollars. 
We'll take a trip to Birmingham and watch a game. Uh, next week's schedule, Tampa Bay will take on Houston, and the two undefeated teams will go at it, Birmingham and New Orleans. So someone's going to get a loss. And on the other side, someone's going to get a win because Pittsburgh will take on Michigan. They are both 0-2. So <laughs> someone's going to get a win. And New Jersey will take on Philadelphia. They are both 1-1. One one. Every game, they all have the same record. That is crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. Uh, so we're going to have a first-time winner and a first-time loser next week. Uh, one game, the New Jersey Philadelphia game is on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, that's what's crazy with these some of these the sports, Ryan. It's, it's, the games are all over the place now. You used to be able to find them real easy. Now you gotta you got to look through all these apps and everything. Yeah, I mean, well, the, like we talked about, you know, NFL going to Amazon. I, I only see it getting worse from there, or good, however you want to look at it, um, with all these sports going on all these apps because, you know, there's so many apps now. Every damn station has their own app. Um, it's only a matter of time before everything's app-only at this point. So, yeah, it'll happen. Um, I think that's going to wrap this up. Uh, this was a fun one. We had a lot to talk about. Um. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and uh, like, share it around, let people know about it. Um, also, check out Soup, uh, Suplexes and Save Points, our other two podcasts. Save Points coming to you Thursday morning, and then Suplexes will be coming Saturday morning. Save Points, obviously, video games. Uh, we'll be discussing video games. And Suplexes, we're going to be talking a TNA pay-per-view that I forgot was happening over the weekend. Uh, so <laughs> we'll be talking that. Uh, plus the week in wrestling that happened. That should be a fun one as well. Um, go ahead and check out all the social media and the website, sspod.com, where you can see the exclusive blog, Nate's Quick Takes, where he talks about the week in wrestling in every show and gives some highlights and lowlights of the show. And uh, some other exclusive stuff over there. Check out the website, sspod.com, all the social media at Sabri ENT. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. All that stuff. <laughs> for, Nathan, <laughs> for Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, and always suplex when necessary. Later. <laughs>